This is the XYNC podcast. I'm here sitting with my man, Harry Fox. Good. Uh, whatever we. I know I get this right. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. And my man, Dean Ira. Yo, it's me again. My name is Christian Breaker. Welcome to the XYNC podcast. And tonight. We have a guest, and I said tonight, Harry, yes, yeah, yes, I, I placed this in the time and universe. <laughs> Our guest that, tonight is Abby. Rose, darling. Abby Rose. <laughs> Abby Rose. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the XYNZ podcast. Um, Thanks for having me. I understand you're one of um, our five listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are very entertaining. Um, is that genuine? I mean, yeah, when you're at home, sure. It sounded so dismissive. <laughs> it's not. It's just how it sounds. Sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, would look it up in the dictionary, would darling. You, would you describe yourself <laughs> as a groupie right now? What do you mean groupie, Harry? I mean, I, I might have had a history, but not right now, no. Okay, Abby, wh what have we got to do? Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Before Harry, you <laughs> fucking creep, stop uh, it. I can't Before help Harry it. Is it's, weird. it's like Tourette's. I, I love yeah. that that was called out at one point. <laughs> Immediately. <in the> <laughs> Harry, you fucking creep. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Abby. Happen. You know, I think I might have a talent for it, to be honest. Uh, for calling out creeps. You're like you. No, Harry's. <laughs> Just me, or, in, or have there been more creeps that you've... I'm I'm sorry. Have you seen me? Yes, I know creeps. Abby, put the mic closer, please. Fuck off, Dean. Unless you go too loud. Dean, sorry. <laughs> I'm the only one who like um, cares about quality. <laughs> Imagine here, that apparently. the mic is not creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not Harry. Cool, got it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let's just continue breathing down the microphone a little bit longer. It's gonna be fun. Um, yeah. uh, tonight we we're gonna have a big show tonight. Thank you guys for being here. Um, uh, let's start with mailback. No, uh, hold up, hold up. We, I want to find out about you guys because, like, we were delayed last week because of admin errors. <laughs> yes, and I've been missing you guys a little bit. Truth be told, we've we've fallen out of our usual routine. Yeah, it's like I didn't even make an announcement. I'm sorry, Harry. Are you okay, dude? Yeah, I, I actually was tonight was hosting Contikia. How do you uh, feel about it? I feel it <laughs> went somehow okay. Yeah, it was a fun night. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, being Christian gracious, was right? there. He he's chewing his lip, but uh, you make Christian nervous. <laughs> I I think I I did something uh, a unique feat in comedy today. I actually I think Christian, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I think I pulled off a successful Black Lives Matter joke without needing to be. Canceled. Yeah, he's wrong. Would you agree? He's white. You're white. Um. <laughs> uh, I, I would say a bit too white. I mean, okay, you're blind. Your eyebrows reflect the sun. You've got blue eyes. I mean, yeah. you Hitler's wet dream piece of shit. Literally. I mean, and I thought he would get off from you. So, yeah. And all of that. And I did a black. And there was a a, a man with, <sighs> with dark, Hold up. dark skin. Harry, in I think the front Harry row. wants to do the bit. He's not going to do the bit. So no, I'm not doing the bit. We got uh, the other thing is Christian is very angry tonight. He's got Why? a lot of he's, not. he's got a lot of suppressed rage. He came to the to Contiki with that rage. He was like, "There's this like a level of irritation in Christian's life." What's happening no. with you, Christian? That's bullshit. Really? Christian, what are you talking about? Are you okay? <laughs> do you want to talk about he's it? A, he's in denial as no, well. No. Like, Let me be sincere, Christian. Are you okay? But I'm fine. I'm great. <laughs> 
You're looking gorgeous. I'm <laughs> saying I'm fine. It's just a cry for help, darling. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the reason why Harry is saying this, um, for the first time in like a month, I uh, cut my theoretical beard. Um, and You called it a beard? What? <laughs> you had one? What? what? That's a very, very apt uh, reaction to this. Um, and then I went to the hairdresser and my hairdresser fucked up my hair heaps. Really? And now I look like I'm from the 60s. I just put in, I put in all the hair product that I could find. And I look like I'm a, I'm a retarded mafioso with um, a bald spot. So here I am. So this is the moment when you need some fashion advice, darling. Just put on a leather jacket, a white tee. And normal jeans, and you'll just pull off the James Dean look. Just, um, just uh, carry s- it for a while. Yeah, and start saying "Grease Lightning." And then you'll yeah. be. I'm so sorry, honey. I thought Brooks Brothers is gonna do it for me, but Ooh. apparently it didn't. So. I think a better look for well, Christian. Well, sweetie, darling, you should open Vogue once in a while. I mean, those hats <laughs> <laughs> are just. Abby, don't. Uh, last time I did was astronomically horrible. Abby, don't you think he'd look nice in some chaps? You know, those sweetie, cowboy, darling, like, you're wearing the leather uh, with the. I mean, the I don't even exposed. know what you're wearing, and you want to say something, really? I, I'm o- old man uniform. I have, I have transcended fashion. Um, Look, uh, if, it, if it weren't if it weren't cold as fuck, Harry would wear sandals with, with white socks. socks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's German exactly. enough for it, so why the fuck not? Exactly, and you got to know how to uh, own that stuff, you know, because when you reach uh, forty-seven, sweetie, darling, Coco Chanel is literally going crazy in a grave right now. Don't do it to yourself; it's suicide. But look, look, it's like this: at forty-seven, basically, the expectations are. Like I, w- I can wear anything. Expectations are low. When people see me, they're like, "Thank God he's wearing clothes," and that's <laughs> the base level. I feel exactly that way. To be honest, <laughs> exactly. you are wearing Daffy Duck, Daffy Duck, whatever uh, sweatpants, and you want to correct him. Let me introduce you, my friend. Fashion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bitch, shut the fuck up. This Go is in the corner. I'm in my pajamas. Why are you coming at me? You're in my room right now. Yeah, so that's your fucking problem. Yeah, this is where I get this comfortable. Is the, this is the confusing part. We are actually um, uh, seeing you in your PJs. Um, are, are you doing this often? Because I, okay, I'm th- literally sitting on my bed. Here, here's a question. I never wear pajamas. What do I you refuse to wear do pajamas. Do you sleep naked? I mean, you're disgusting. I what the fuck? Fuck off disgusting. <laughs> what do you, know, do you, you realize mean? how amazing pajamas can be? No, pajamas are... Uh, pajamas suck. I mean, I've got three pajamas for every season. It's amazing. If well, you know what you get. Do you wash them for every season as well? Or how does this work? I wash them every second day. What I are you talking about? How you, know, do you? you know what I love about this episode? <laughs> there are two South Africans <laughs> on it. <laughs> you guys are fucking done. Cape Town, born and raised. Cape darling. Town, what's up, baby? Cape Go Town. sit the fuck wait, down. Wait, okay, Shut this up. is interesting. Does this count as South Africa, Cape Town? Like, um, do you have, like, uh, um, if fights between the north and the south? Absolutely. I am honestly... T- <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, am, I went to Joburg once to go visit my dad, and I was absolutely... Gauteng, uh, as it's called. I, d- I didn't even know how to pronounce it properly until Gauteng. I went there. <laughs> it's it's the Gauteng. It's a Swiss word. Go- and then my dad says, it's Gauteng. I'm like, what the fuck no, are you talking no. about? I don't even know, man. But he is from Benoni, right? And I was terrified of that place. I was like, what the fuck is this? And, you know, 
the thing is, everyone in Johannesburg, they see people from Cape Town as just like smoking Southern hippies. Fairies. No, no, yeah. no, smoking hippies. And then everyone in Cape uh, in in uh, Johannesburg is just like, and they all fucking stressed, man. Like really fucking stressed, and it, yeah, it pisses me off. They live in a war zone, right? No, not at all. Their traffic is just horrible. <laughs> but, <laughs> but isn't isn't? I mean, it's really fucking bad. And then when you go as a Cape Townian, you go to Johannesburg, you just think you're going to get killed, and then you're like, True. "Well, this is how I'm going to go." But right? isn't isn't Cape Town just like a colony of Switzerland? No, no, Cape Town is literally just like party animals that aren't steroids. Although the Germans oh. own a lot of the property on the Greenpoint. Uh, where? Greenpoint Green yeah, is like mostly Nigerians Greenpoint. at this point. So no, like the Germans <laughs> have bought out all the good shit. Uh, sorry, last time I checked, Germans don't top have billing? a. Germans don't have a lot of good shit. The only two spices they I have are the salt fact and that pepper. We're talking to two 12 year olds <laughs> and they're already talking about real estate. You're just <laughs> sensitive. You're just sensitive because you're looking at me looking good looking in my fucking Daffy Duck pants and you're insecure in your fucking wait, dad jeans. Wait, wait, wait. Let's dad. do this. Let's do this. Um, when did you ever travel to a place and then you went to a realtor and you looked at the places that were available? Actually, I are did. Are you talking about exchange rate? No, no. No, no, no. Actually, I did. Um, my family and I owned um, an apartment in Switzerland until we realized that taxes are so fucking high, and we're not just we're not gonna do it. So we sold it off and let some other woman deal with the shit. Cause like honestly, we cannot. Wait, you're talking about an apartment in Switzerland? Oh fuck yes, darling. Okay, uh, we uh, we've dived so fucking hard into this immediately. <laughs> no, this is great. So we're going straight wait, into so real. For me, <laughs> this, for me this was always a sign of age. So once you go to a place. And you check out the realtors. What? How much does an apartment cost in X, Y, and Z place? Do you know how? <laughs> I've been doing. Your spot on your on yeah, something. I've you been doing this since I was thirty-five. And then you have like this real estate agency. And funny enough, they're usually the same fucking company all over Europe, for example. And you go to Spain and you see, oh, this is only two fifty grand. What the fuck? Yeah, I yeah, could yeah. totally afford an apartment with. An incredibly big mortgage. I'm a, <laughs> guys, I'm a millennial. I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. I want avocado toast right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gus, um, sweetie darling, your don't privilege you is don't, showing. No, don't you dare, because who owns an apartment here? Me, bitch. Yeah, don't call out my privilege when uh, you have yeah, property in Cape Town. Yeah, but it's not fucking Europe, the last You have property in Cape Town. Yeah. And I'm fucking happy about it because guess what? At least I know where to retire where do you, and you Abby, don't. Do you, do you actually live in this apartment? I've actually never She's seen it, to be honest. It out. You don't even know where the <laughs> I'm fuck this is. I'm renting it out with the family, man. <laughs> and I have privilege. Where, where, Where is it in Cape Town? City center, darling. City center. Oh yeah. How how close is the VNA? Lani. To the what? VNA. V VNA. Waterfront. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ! I would say about five hundred meters. Is Fuck yeah, bro. What? Why is it called the VNA? Like Victoria and Albert. Were they fucking? There's a VNA in London. How do you know more London? about it? You Swiss. He's fucking English. I know we we like I'm the English. I'm very well traveled. We've established that on this podcast. Um, He's gone to all the safe places in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He's gone to all the safe places. But how about the places where you gotta hide your fucking like camera, uh, your phone, and everything before you get killed for that shit, man? Uh, do you mean New York? Uh, no, darling, that's still safe. 
I mean, what for, what do you have us, to worry about Abby, there? A rat going over Abby, your foot? Abby, for us, it's safe. Yeah, it is. Because we no, fucking... Yeah, so yeah. Swiss, Swiss white people are <laughs> incredibly dumb. Um, when it no, com- really? Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to travel, we are you guys incredibly naive. Honestly, you guys are textbook for... How to be an I idiot. like the qualifications Swiss white people. <laughs> like, is there any other type? Yeah, of my girlfriend, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, but how's your ex wife doing, by the would, way? <laughs> would she describe herself as Swiss? My, my girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, she totally does. She's both. Why? She's Cambodian and Swiss. She's not allowed to. Yeah, but if. She- <laughs> she wait, wait, wait. Hold on, right? hold on. This is how we know the, the bottom line of this whole thing. Where the fuck did she grow up? Switzerland. Yeah, she's Swiss. She's not yeah. Cambodian. All yeah, right, okay. let's let's put it this way: the, it, you're on the mean streets of Soweto. You're. I've been. I've actually never been to Soweto. Never been, oh. I've the never fuck been. So Chris, go there. I go because you're there. You're there with your girlfriend. Yeah. You uh. get rumbled by a group of guys. She uh. would fit in. She would totally be like, no, I don't know this white white boy. Okay. No, 100%. Yeah. No, honestly, Soweto is just, I mean, I love the pictures that I see on Google. Absolutely love them. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I would go there. And as a man, I'm sorry, but like, no, darling. I mean, just like ride back that vehicle and go back home. Why as a man? So as a woman, it would be okay. Have you ever heard about the thing about picking up soap in jail? Uh. <laughs> now imagine that, not in jail and in Soweto. So they only... Wait. They wh- only... Wh- wh- like they go for everything. Do you catch my drift? Yeah, but so but as a woman... Men and women. I mean, seriously, uh, how long does okay. it take for you to okay. get it? A while. He's old. He's very old. <laughs> I d- no, but I like to analyze this stuff. I like to like let it sink and understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's that's exactly <laughs> what you let it, you let it sink. So, oh. do we want to get to the actual like, topic? Talking about, like, talking about the Soweto, bath. it brings up trauma <laughs> so bad. Can we not? Oh, Guys. for you. Wait, wait, hold on. Dean was actually in Soweto uh, visiting a friend. You know how like you guys assume male rape doesn't exist? Mm. Wait, what the what the? Do you think like <laughs> male rape is it a thing? Yes or no? Mm, of course yeah, it is. Yeah, of course it's a thing. Welcome to Soweto. <laughs> Fuck. That was my experience. Uh, this male is what I'm telling you guys. <laughs> Sorry, no, uh, actually, um, incredibly, <laughs> Dean, you are a comedian, and um, I love the fact how much you uh, had to drill the point home. Pardon my pun. Should I do the story? Let's go for it. There was uh, a pun. Is this story with or without Drilling. with or without loop? Without okay. <laughs> oh no. No, let's let's move on. So uh, mailbag, mailbag <laughs> time. Uh, do the jingle. Mailbag. Do it again. Abby, mailbag time. You can do better. The mailbag fuck jingle. Is mailbag. You just give that, us, that's the give best. us a jingle for that's mailbag. That's the best jingle that I've oh, ever yeah, heard. What the, the fuck jingle. is a mailbag? Yeah, what the fuck is mail? I like it. All right. Cool. Um, Wait, one more time. Go. Uh, no, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I won't say anything without my lawyer <laughs> present. <laughs> You're okay, on let's a podcast. Go. It let's doesn't do matter. Um, I fuck off. There's only four people listening, uh, or you, so five. <laughs> yeah, um, we've actually reduced the audience <laughs> by having Abby <laughs> on the podcast. Although our next guest. Yeah. Right. Harry, um, have you seen your our friend? Our friend Jason uh, arrives. Yo, Jason. In. Jason's back. What's up, Jason? What's up, Jason? He's, he's got a problem. <laughs> he 
sending us emails. Jason, get a life. Right. What, what do you want? What do you want, Jason? <laughs> Don't what say? neglect one of our most loyal writer inners. Yeah, yeah we love you. Without Jason, Jason I feel insecure. Um, Jason. Hi, guys. Still loving the pod. Still. Oh, he's back to still. Thank you. My son, six and a half years old and bilingual in German and English, having a Swiss mom and an Aussie father. Does he listen to the podcast? Oh, Jason. I doubt it. Yeah, me we've, too. we've reached a new level. We've understood that you have reproduced. Okay, good. He came home from school rather upset the other day. And Harry, I think this is a story that you can relate to. Apparently, his teacher had a go at him and another boy who is half Swiss, half English for having a short chat between themselves in English. Apparently, the teacher told him in German it is not good enough, uh, his German is not good enough, and that he should stop speaking English at home and focus on German. No. Okay. No. Okay, hold wait, on, wait, hold wait, on. Wait, no, 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 no. All right, no, you no, guys shut run up. with I this. Wanna, I want to finish, finish this first. I know, There's more. I know the it's, important. it's important. There There's is more. There's more. Okay. Jason says, having grown up in Australia where multiculturalism is practiced, it's quite different to living in Switzerland, where integration is practiced. I understand and see the pros and cons to both. Which do you boys think is better, integration or multiculturalism, and why? Who's first? For me, the biggest industry in Switzerland and the biggest export is pharmaceuticals. The spoken language in pharmaceuticals in Switzerland is English. Surely a bit of English isn't too bad for kids, is it? We know which side Jason is on. But now, opinions. Who's first? All right, Abby? so I just got to say... I'll wrap this one up because um, I've got this for parental experience. So my parents are the children of immigrants. And honestly, I must say that if you are the child of people that are mixed... Dean, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong Sorry. with you? Sorry. <laughs> this ends up in, Honestly, you are fucked you guys are not, You guys are not seeing what I'm seeing, so Tell us. I feel privileged. But um, no, the thing is, to be honest, the thing is with kids with mixed parents, you know, they, um, they grow up knowing more than two languages, usually. I mean, the one at school, the ones at home, whatever. You know, and honestly, I think that's pretty cool. And if you have an accent and, and, and teachers shit on your head for not knowing how to speak one language properly, well, then fuck them, honestly. Because it's like, dude, you know how to speak more than two languages. I mean, that's awesome, right? Agree. So I think, you know, shit on them, use your fucking accent and just like fucking go with it and fucking show it off and say, you know what, guys, I speak multiple languages at home. So I think I'm more educated than you, fucktard. So shut up. Agreed, and that is why you will you should never take this advice, Jason, <laughs> because you will ruin <laughs> your son's life. Honestly, I think your Anyone son. Anyone else want to add, and then I'll tell the parental perspective. I I want to I want to chime in uh, with a completely un unqualified conversation about this. So I think this is a teacher that actually doesn't understand English properly. Uh, and this is something that's happening quite a bunch. Um, we have a lot of uh, over-eager English teachers in Switzerland that think that they know it, but they don't. So if a school kid overtakes them in, say, vocabulary or something like that, they feel intimidated. Power struggle. It's totally a power struggle. That th I think that's what it boils down to. And um, I find it very sad because language should be encouraged. And especially if you come from a multicultural family, 
Fucking hell. Go for it. Okay. Exactly. Jane, do you want to chime in? Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, integration is important. I feel like if you're going to live in a country where people speak a different language, it's their culture. You do have to adapt to survive. Fair enough. I think Switzerland is one of the places that make it the hardest to do that because of my joke about Duolingo. Like, you can speak to fucking people from Star Trek and the... the uh, What's that show with the, 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 the wall? The white wall and the dogs? Uh, not Hunger Games? Game of Thrones. Okay, here it goes. What? On Duolingo, you can learn... What do they speak in Star Trek? Klingon. Klingon. What do they speak in Game of Thrones? Uh, Northern uh, English. No, 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 no. Hold There's on. A it's it's, it's uh, Dothraki. Dothraki. You can oh. speak to. Oh. What the fuck? Well done. <laughs> we <got a> <laughs> Here's my point. You can speak to aliens in Klingon and fucking wolves of winter in Dothraki before you can learn Swiss German. <laughs> Uh, that's all I'm trying okay, to put okay. a Swiss person. I do not disagree. Hold on, right. hold that's on, hold saying. on. You're the only Swiss person here. But the three make of my us point. are Let me not. Make my point. Okay. Ich kann sehr gut Deutsch This is my point. This is my point, right? So integration is important, and I think we try our best. I think the the number one thing that we struggle with is that like Swiss people are educated in the modern language, and we all know it's two things: Mandarin and English. Uh, actually, the f- second most spoken language is Spanish, just by the way. And Spanish third and is French. Mandarin, just right. so you know. No, no, first is Mandarin. No. All right. Com- are, are you guys wait, finished? Hold on. Um, uh, yeah, l- I'm going to check you on these stats. <laughs> we will, yeah. Harry, I want to I hear from you. As Let a me dad. make my point. Okay, sorry. Final point. The future is either Mandarin, Spanish, English, or French. Just like World War Two, could have been German, but they fucked up. <laughs> all right, this is all. Harry, now, now you this do your is. Point. Now I'm going to speak as a parent. This is all wonderful theory, and I totally, uh, I'm on board with all your theories. But you're completely wrong because Jason is a father dealing with his his was his son. We're missing his the son, point. Yeah. We're missing the point. His here. son dealing with this. This fucking woman uh, who is going oh, dis- to... I'm glad that you brought in gender right off the bat. No, no. Harry's no, bringing on a father it's not, perspective. It's not about being a woman. Harry. It's about the fact... It's usually as a woman. I've uh, heard this story many times. Excuse Minus me. Minus the gender part, bring in the fathership. Yeah, I would so say. So the short version is uh, you need to teach your child about gamification. That is how you win this thing. The Swiss... He's six. Yes, and he's got to learn fucking fast because what's going to happen if you just leave this like this is and go with your, oh, I'm Australian, I multiculturalism, you're you're doing something you cannot do in Switzerland, which is fight the system. He's six. He should be playing Shut with the fuck Legos. Up, people. Shut the fuck up, people. Learn. Okay, I'm the only parent here. What's going to happen if you carry on on your we need multiculturalism is that teacher, while you're... Uh, doing your work and your kid is in her hands all day long she's gonna fuck up your kid and give him a trauma for life and one day the school psychiatrist is gonna come and say your son needs Ritalin and you know Ritalin it's a it's so what you need to teach your kid is that this woman is a fucking idiot but he needs to play the game and he needs to beat her at the game that is what I mean by gamification she needs Jason, explain to you, to find a way to explain to your son who's six mm. that it's a game that he needs to learn how to win. 
And that's how he's going to be. And that's what I did with my kids. And they fucking owned it. Harry, there's parts of you that are 100% correct. Whereas you're the part that I 100% agree with. But it's hard to explain to Jason with a six-year-old kid. But I'm sure this guy is going to figure it out. Because the number one important thing that I want him to have is perspective. And he does. With the whole English He does. The question shows perspective. That's amazing. The fact that he has that gives him an advantage. I'm sure as he grows up, he'll realize that the teachers that he's dealing with are flawed human beings with their own power struggles, their own bullshit to deal with. Yeah. But he'll learn and develop a skill that not many people that have are born into that society will develop. You know, he can adapt and he can figure out the system is not in his favor. Exactly. And he can play both sides. Exactly. And that's what he's got to do. Because what will happen if you fail at this, Jason, you're going to have endless calls and emails what and should, meetings what with should the Jason teacher. Say? To, to his son. So one thing that you have to do as a parent in Switzerland is you have to meet your teachers regularly on a face-to-face basis and act like you're very concerned about what's happening. That's an important <laughs> rule for gaming this. I would hate that. You fucking have, have to you do done it. This? I, I've done this. All the parents do. One really? time, actually, to give you a, I'd throw in another story, there was a teacher from Germany, so she wasn't Swiss, so I knew I could do this to her. She hit my daughter. No. She fucking no. hit my daughter. Are you serious? No. Yep, she you hit can't. my daughter. No. I called her up and I said, uh, I think we need to talk. <laughs> That's uh, threatening. And then I put on a suit. <laughs> Did you do Robert De Niro? Do you have one? And I have... I have. I mean, so honestly, sorry. this is a surprise I, to me have, as well. I have, <laughs> sing- so sorry. I have singular suits. <laughs> like one. That's not <laughs> it cool. It comes right? out for... for occasions that you so don't want to be is it still like is it still from made, like your prom or your wedding and the, is that the and one the conversation <laughs> she looked like a maid do, guy do you know, actually them. to add to the suit story i'm gonna add a little thing there so we ha- I, we sat down I, I met her after school i said listen my mother <laughs> was a teacher in england and you and i both know that what you did today to my daughter right. today it would ruin your career yeah. now i'm prepared to overlook it but it never happens again. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, but then, do you know what she said to me? She mm. said, by the way, uh, do, you, do you always wear a suit? <laughs> <laughs> so she, she nailed me on that as well. No, fuck her, dude. Right? No, 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 you no. I don't think she nailed you. I don't think she nailed you at all. Uh, but it, it took no, care of Honestly, it. I mean, as a woman, I must say a woman, uh, a man, sorry. <clears throat> Is what? a very attractive <laughs> in uniform, and Wait, just what? to assure that, I mean the fact that you wore a suit, just to ask, you know, I do you wear a suit every day? I mean, it's just like you I know to make the sure. White male privilege it's a power move. play. It's a power play. Yeah, just absolutely. like the teacher's doing over Jason's kid. But honestly, is, does the teacher still have the same job? Can I yeah, she was a fucking asshole. Can I do I a think conclusion? Wait, she still has the, the same job, though. We're getting I lost. don't know if she's, this is a primary school. Uh-huh, anyway, okay. Yeah. Uh, conclusion, uh, Jason, you have to navigate a difficult subject. Your son does have an advantage, but he will learn and grow to deal with these difficult people. I think teachers, if you're listening, which they're not, encourage the change, encourage multiple cultures encourage multiple languages that's not the swiss system guys. no it's, no, it's but it should be it should yeah, be yeah how long have yeah. you been can I, here can i add to this please can, do. can i add to this because i went through this fucking system Let's so um i sucked at languages in my school time like from year one to year nine 
Oh, and I, you still do. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, his English is sometimes better than yours, you know. You I, I take this Christian, on the chin. I take Christian this on the chin is, with pleasure. He, it's actually, um, I, I'm amazed he knows more words in English. Watch now, watch now. Is it yet the Schweizer podcast? Yeah, thank you. Um, the, the one thing, the one thing that I would reassure your son with, and I don't have a son, so I, I don't speak from a position of knowledge, but rather from something that I would have loved as a child, um, is reassure him. It's fine to be multicultural. It's totally fine. It's better. Reassure him that his background is totally valid and it doesn't matter if his Swiss German is perfect right now. It yeah. doesn't yeah. fucking matter. And then, Jason, what you do is you put on your suit, you go and meet his, meet his teacher. You say, listen, I understand we're going to do more German at school. And if you ever speak to my son that way again, I'm going to show then you what. Then do what Harry did, push her head do to teachers in Australia. Oh my God. But hold yeah. on, I actually have a question. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So but do, they actually, do they actually teach like Don't how to uh, like, uh, read and write Swiss German no, as a from German in school. No, no and, and I think the so thing the, that the, the problem is more that the child doesn't know how to how to uh, like contribute in German German. The well, is that, that, that the problem? Well, yes, but have you ever heard a Swiss German person speak German? It's, yes, it's it fucking sounds, horrible. It it's like li- a broken record against the ears. It sounds like <laughs> a monkey trying to be part of a grown-up's conversation. It is horrific. So let's <laughs> I mean, I know. I'm just asking. I mean, I haven't been to the su- like, school system, the high school the system. The one tip. The one real tip. Guys, we're getting question. so lost real, in this. Okay, wait, hold on. Hey, I got wait, one wait, more wait. real tip, man. Quickly, go. Real tip. If you're an Uslander, you just a, and you've conceived and your child Uslander. is on the way, Send them to Kinderkrippe. My kids, they were like from eight, ten months, they were at Kinderkrippe. That's where you get them to learn Swiss German. If you wait until kindergarten, they're fucked for life. Okay. You need to move to another country. I mean, honestly, it's not even that bad if they don't. We're not parenting podcast. Hold on. It's not even that bad if they don't know how to speak Swiss German because every Swiss person knows how to speak. Guys, if you missed your period, Abby, have you ever missed a period? Oh, this is weird. I'm stopping this right now, Christian. How is this the topic? Christian. I don't know. It's a I'm parenting stopping this podcast. Right now. Hey, hey. It's the XYZ Parenting no. Podcast. No. Sweetie, darling. Shut Here comes the, the best segue you guys have ever heard. I think to combine all of our cultures and to eventually become one unified human race that we can all live peacefully and in harmony, we have to kill some languages. And that's why we're talking about death today. Dean, I want to suck your dick. Ah. Oh. That was a, an approved by Christian. That was the best segue you've ever heard. Se- Christian, Dean, lo- <laughs> you nailed it. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Do you, know, do you see how Christian's been grooming us? Where, like, I think last podcast I did a half okay segue. Your segue just killed. You say me. half okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I've got to work on my segues, but we're getting there. Cool. All right. So today's topic is death <laughs> i think death can be fun i think it All should right, be fun. so the first thing is what would you do what is your plan for your funeral you're diving straight into this Abby. <laughs> yes I Hardcore. Am. i've got i've got a song that i've explained to my kids it's from borat uh it's this it's called i think it's called book of Vina. it's this uh 
Balkan beat song that I want them to play. It goes do 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 do. It's got the the Harry singing on the podcast. Yeah, Christian. I'm not allowed to do that. Christian, Christian is just he's checked out dreaming dude. about. No, no, I'm totally here. Christian is wondering why he does this podcast, dude. <laughs> you, you and me both, Christian. <laughs> Are you having <laughs> sex conversations with your girlfriend? Yeah, get I'm, off I'm, Tinder, look, guys. I'm, I'm sexing because I'm still alive. This is what happens when we get irregular. Like we we're missing our regular movement of podcasts. And All right, so you're still not getting to the point. Now let's start, Dean. What oh would yeah, you Dean. do? What is your plan for your funeral? What would you do? I, before we get into this, can I talk about death in general? My opinion, my viewpoint, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because death, <laughs> I was the like, most insincere without, all right yeah, ever. You, your microphone wasn't even on your mouth. <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck about your death, Dean. Is what Abby just said. No, we have to start <laughs> somewhere. I'll cry for like two minutes max. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes—that's a long time. Go, okay. Dean, hit I know, us. right? Hit us. What's your death death theory? Look, I I feel and I've tried my best to accept the idea of death. And because, okay, my theory around this wait, is Wait, 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 what? No, no, no. What do you mean? I mean this. The fact that I accept and kind of dive into the idea that I will die one day helps me appreciate life. I feel that you, I, I've got this weird vibe that you got there while rage masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, I'm not old enough Get yet. Get your head out of the gutter, Harry. <laughs> the reason that's my job Harry, on Maybe he took a dab <laughs> getting this fucking idea. I don't know. Projection. <laughs> the it's reason, like while rage yeah, yeah. masturbating. The reason like, Harry said that is because while auto-erotic asphyxiation, <laughs> Harry saw the light and thought the he tunnel. might die during masturbation. No, I'm talking about something bigger than that, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I would, I would <laughs> counter you by saying, I, I was saying no one, accepting death is nice in theory, but it's pure theory. Like, no one here has any death, personal death We don't death have experience. to. I mean, honestly, the thing is with death is just, um, death is actually just a new beginning, to be honest. You guys are all being very Ooh. overbearing right yeah. now. No, it is. I'm sorry. But whether you believe in reincarnation or not, but it begins into something else. I mean, look at it. Can we just like, quickly focus on that? Death just signifies that your body is just done. All right? We're all cool with that. Fine. Whatever. We've made our peace. What the fuck ever. Let's move on. But hold but on, baby. No, no, no. Hold on. But you're saying my dick will live on. <laughs> Definitely not yours. Uh, let's talk about John Stamos, maybe, but not yours. Um, but then... But rigor mortis? <laughs> That's if you die having a wank in front of the TV, which Harry probably would. Okay, the last <laughs> time die I with an erection, last guys. Time I okay, checked, sorry. I don't know anyone that died with a fucking erection. So stop it with a fucking erection, they do, man. Actually, they do a lot here. <laughs> but that's their fucking problem. I had, a, I had a friend who was a pathologist, and he said most of the cases in Switzerland of people dying was either two things. Mostly like love killings, like a ex ex romance, ex boyfriend, ex husband shooting someone and shooting himself. Oh, that's typical. The second most common, an old man having a wank in front of the TV. Fuck yeah! I wow, mean, at least that's you know what? Honestly, yeah. honestly though, at least he died peacefully so and hopefully released. Yeah, yes. actually, he jizzed his soul out through his penis. <laughs> 
bananas. Harry, where the fuck do you get these ideas from? Out of your ass? Stop it. You've listened to all of this podcast. Yes, you can't I be have. so surprised. Yes, and, and I'm very thankful that I can finally call you out on your bullshit. I'm glad that you're thankful. Uh, Thanksgiving is <laughs> so close. Um, you should have seen how rage at home when I did my exercises. I mean, imagine me doing yoga, right? And I hear and I listen to your podcast. <laughs> do I have to match vividly? <laughs> I mean, you should can if you want to. Already? Just keep it to yourself. Should Thank we, you. Should we do um, a yoga podcast? Like uh, we should not get, in, get get into a downward dog. I want to fart <laughs> in front of your guys. Face, I feel like I'm going to be daddy of this hold, episode. Can you just can hold I, that can position I just, a bit can longer? I just, can I just say yoga is not as exotic as you think it is? It's quite. So what the fuck happened? <laughs> 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 we're we're a bit lit. As uh, I said, <laughs> death is only just the beginning, and it's okay because it's like it's the circle of life. I mean, Lion but King said it at best, to be honest. Fucking hell! You're <laughs> from South Africa, and you're quoting Lion King. Hakuna <laughs> Matata. Bitch. Where do you think they made Lion King? <laughs> <laughs> Johannesburg. <laughs> yeah, but how? Uh, wait, 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 wait. How do you know? How do you know that it's not just a that's it? Like you die. Honestly, um it's just a gut feeling and but it's just it trusting the universe. Does it actually matter? Christian, you're you're nothing you have matters. My point of view. You don't even matter. No one matters. We're like literally like the like the but teeniest, tiniest you speck linked of it to religion. No, I did not. You said there's life after death. That's how you I see it. I gotta quote the Tony Cooper joke. Go for it. Do it. He's rolling up his sleeves. All right. Are serious? Are you familiar with Tony Cooper? No. No. Uh, Tony Cooper is actually one of the first comedians that died on stage. Literally. Oh, Tommy oh. Cooper. What happened I to saw that video. No, I didn't. Oh. What happened? Give her, tell her. Um, uh, Tommy Cooper had a heart attack whilst doing stand-up comedy. They started laughing because they thought it was a joke. Yeah. He fucking slumped and people were like, ha, ah, that's hilarious. And then somebody rushed on stage, checked his pulse. He's fucking dead. One when of my, was one this? Of the fav- uh, it was the 1980s, I think. Um, one of my favorite lines from Tommy Cooper was like, um, this is a question of mind over matter. If you don't mind, I don't matter. So... Um, <laughs> I love that. Oh, and can I add to your... Can I add another comedian who died on stage? Another one? Yeah, there was a few. So How this many? One, this one I've got a connection to is called Ian Cognito. <laughs> Seriously, that was his name. I don't Ian, get the joke. Ian Ian Cognito. E incognito. Incognito. Really? And really I saw, I this saw is the level this, of joke that we're doing. This was his fucking stage name, Ian Cognito. Real person. Real person. You can check I've the, seen I've seen you die on stage a Yo, couple Dean, times. Dean, get on the program. Get on YouTube. You can watch this guy die on stage. And he, like I've said, I've seen Harry die on stage. So so my connection to him is, I actually heckled this guy because he came to my university back when I was a sweet nineteen or twenty-year-old. You were never sweet, but yes, yeah. And I I did, and he was doing his bit, and and the night before in this bar at the union, there had been like a party with balloons for some fucking reason, and there were some flat balloons. And so I picked up one of these flat balloons and in the middle of his set, I just walked all the way up to the stage, didn't say anything and <laughs> handed him a flat balloon and just walked off again. Christian. And his, all he had, all he had for that was, wow, this is bizarre. Christian. This so is did he die? Wait, Christian. this is an incredible description of your comedy. 
<laughs> most Christian. people think, dude, you are handing everyone a limp balloon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was inspired by that moment. But anyway, first of all, they're describing Harry's sex life, and second of all, the ah! next time, the ah! next time Harry's on stage. I think we know what we're I was trying do. not to talk about his <laughs> penis for once. Anyway, oh, God. so Ian Cognito, if you check that out on YouTube, this guy, because he does this weird kind of abstract comedy, and at one point he just sits down in a chair, and and they wait for about five minutes, and he's not moving until they figure out he but actually died. Dean, Dean asked before. <laughs> Dean asked before about um uh, about the, the the level of death. What what does what does <laughs> the it level mean? of death? The level of death. There's multiple levels of that. No, what 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 does it mean actually? And I actually enjoy seeing people like uh, Tommy Cooper, and um, th- there is a few comedians actually that died on stage that actually actually switched off whilst they were pulling jokes. Yeah. To me, that is fascinating because th- my biggest fear. And this <laughs> this is I'm very serious about this. We can make jokes in a second. Um, I'm very serious about this. My biggest fear is that I die in bed. Really? I Peacefully? Why? Like in your sleep? I, I would hate to die because in it's boring? bed. Because it's boring. But whatever, whatever it is, like being uh, plugged into a fucking machine or whatever it is. Uh. No, never die in fucking dead, in bed. You, you want it. Die, stand up you like a with fucking a cowboy. I would rather be shot. Yeah, dude. Th- seriously, because <laughs> in a this, shootout, a gang shootout. Bullshit. Being old, I saw my granddad go. It was one of the worst things that I've ever seen. A slow fading. Yeah, my my granddad was um, a, an amazing human being. He's he's my father's father. Um, he was an amazing human being. He he caught um, Parkinson's when he was like sixty five, so right at the point when he went into granddad. Uh, granddad, yeah. Uh, is it genetic? Uh, I think it is. Yeah. T- touch wood. So here we go. Good luck, touch Christian. Wood, touch yeah. wood. Touch no, no, no. I'm touch checking wood. out. I'm checking out at 55. That's already my plan. Touch wood. So, um, there, there, there was a moment where he, he was. He, he's a very, very smart man, and then he gets um, whatever. Like they tell him that he's sick and whatever, and it takes him two years, and it goes from smart to vegetable, in a very, very short period. Mm. And I see him decay over a decade after that. So he got into his 70s, but he was a fucking vegetable, occasionally kind of getting clarity of his situation. And um, there was a moment when he's talking to my mom. Um, I think he was, he was close to 71. Um, and uh, he's in this old people's home. And obviously, they're doing like these trainings for people with like dementia and stuff like that. So he has to go there and he has to paint. And um, my mom rocks up and uh, it's like a therapy type. Thing? Yeah, a therapy. Th- it's yeah. a therapy thing. My mom rocks up and Granddad has like a moment of clarity, and he had those all through the week, but they have those become few and far between. Mm. So he just he just looks at my mom straight into her eyes, and he never did that when he was like loopy. Just straight into her eyes and goes like, they make me paint like I'm a fucking child. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, whilst we're being deep, like, I mean, I've witnessed a lot of death in my life. I got one question for Christian. 
What type of vegetable? <laughs> oh. uh, eggplant emoji. No, no I'm that's kidding. Sensitive. That's sensitive. Harry. <laughs> Abby, yeah, I, I, sorry. Sorry. I giggled right, right before this. I mean, sorry, honestly, Chris. like oh, no, no, the no, thing no. is, Dean and I actually we we can say quite a bit to this. Uh, uh, in the southern hemisphere, you kind of get to know death. Uh, very early yeah, in life. Very, uh, yeah, it's a and you just realize that when someone comes up to you and says uh, your cousin was killed uh, through mugging or rape, Another whatever, that's, it's very common, to be honest. And the Death thing by rape. No, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, it actually, no, mugging. I'm serious. Yeah, you said mugging and then rape. Or yeah. rape or something else. Uh, honestly, you can be creative. People die from everything and <laughs> Abby, anything. Abby. <laughs> like, honestly. Rated. Abby. Abby, before we. Before you like, I I love these stories because like we connect on this level. But I think for like for context, people that are not from South Africa, when we talk about the shit, which is why you should let me speak. No, no, darling. I know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to do this. I just want to add context, just because this is my experience for sure. And I know you've had the same because we've talked about this. And I'm sorry to interrupt. I know that when we talk about this, people that haven't had this experience start kind of freaking out, closing up, and shutting down. Because, like, this is normal for us. All right, I'll you, be orthodox You're going to tell a story right. right now. I'll be orthodox. Dean, Dean oh, shut the fuck wait, up. Wait, wait, Abby, wait. <laughs> you're going to tell a story now. I I saw Harry's face. I'm saw not, Christian's I'm face. I'm not, I'm not. The immediate they were like, what the fuck is going on? What the hell is Abby talking about? <laughs> I know what's happening. So, for context, this is our lives. This is where we come from. This is normal for us. And I'm sorry if to I could get to Please my point. Please tell your story. Thank I just you, wanted darling. to add context. It's called a podcast. So, yeah. So, fuck off, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Make your point while you can. You got the... Yeah, quick, quick. Make your point. Don't stress <laughs> me, darling. <laughs> no. The thing is, in South Africa, we're quite um, accustomed to um, death you, and all that. You're going to do it now, now? Death is just now. death is a normal thing. <laughs> so wait, how much has Dean been teaching you guys? But you, she, okay. no, 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 no. But hold on. See, the thing is, is that um, at some point you realize that death is actually like completely fucking normal, and you stop being sad about it. And that's the important thing. If you rather remember the person in a good way, you remember them like, oh my god, this person taught me this, that, and brought this joy in my life. It's really fucking cool. Instead of just being like, oh my god, I'm so sad this person is gone. It was their fucking time. Shit happens, whatever. Whether they die of old age or something happened, doesn't matter. The only thing that does matter is how you remember that person at the end of the day. And So we should stop being such a bitch about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Stop being such a little it's bitch. just stop being sad because the person wouldn't want you to be sad in the first place. No one wants a person to be sad about them dying. Have you ever been to an Irish funeral? Then you know what I'm talking about. Now we can get to your point. Thank your, you. The most amazing funeral. Go ask a question. <gasps> okay, okay. So Dean goes. and I talked about this. Um, I don't know if you guys ever planned your funeral, but I have by far, and I know this for a fact, the best funeral planned ahead of time. And I have actually written this down in a contract ish thing i still have to get it approved by my lawyer by the way but um so basically there's a casket the a end, what there's a casket, a casket okay. at the end of the synagogue or wh- wherever i think it's more synagogue gonna, i don't know maybe a vineyard i mean i drink a lot of wine yeah. i don't know <laughs> where. 
<laughs> but anyways, there's so gonna be so a you cost converted cut. To so ashes. To ashes. I am. You, you converted to Judaism. Oh, shut up. Okay. Oh, sorry. No religion. So anyways, Ow. Ow. <laughs> she just kicked me. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so anyways, there's a casket in the front. People will assume I'm in it, but I'm not. In fact, you're so, standing in the background. So, 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 so I won't uh, discuss what type of person is in the front saying like the eulogy, blah, 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 whatever that bullshit, you know. So the song, a eula, whatever. Uh, so the song, um, a bit of roses from Bon Jovi will play as my casket is delivered to the front of the hall or whatever. And people will be like super sad. They'll start crying, yada, yada, yada. And then the guy in the front will take off everything. There's a disco suit underneath his suit. And the song, the show must go on by Queen will start playing. And a pink disco ball will come from the ceiling. <laughs> and in it will be my ashes. <laughs> Fuck gl- yes. <laughs> with glitter. <laughs> like mixed Mixed with it. glitter. Glitter and, and then, Abby's and ashes. And then the, 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 the disco ball will, like, I mean, actually explode. So that I can touch everyone. For everyone at Abby's <laughs> funeral <laughs> is going to be covered in glitter wait, wait, wait. and you Abby's have, ashes. You have, yeah. You've given me an idea for my funeral. <laughs> no, 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 no. And it gets better. And so, so every uh, so people have my ashes on their skin. Cool. Let's let's just agree how freaky that so is. So you got a fan. You, there's a fan blowing your ashes. I don't think there will be that many people at my funeral. I feel like I will outlive a lot of people, to be honest. Um. So yeah. So they. So they'll be smoking. <laughs> no I'm not having. <laughs> you, you're smoking, not me. Yeah, Fuck all. Based on so, uh, <laughs> information. <laughs> yeah. So um, and then. There will be a TV in the front, right? And it will just be me in the screen. So, like, how's it, guys? Um, I look good now. I look good then. And then there's a photo of me when I was younger. And they'll be like, see, I I just want to quickly prove that I was hot. All right. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Fuck off, all of you. I hate you all. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> so, that is literally my funeral. And just to clarify in the video, I will also be mentioning... People, if you look at your skins, you'll see this gray stuff on your skin. That is my ashes, so I could touch you for the very last time. I think it would be great, actually, if so you great. if you added like like you had there's like you, there's a recording of you talking, and you go, and guys, bef- before I died, I made a sex tape. <laughs> uh, I never <laughs> made a sex tape, Benny never. Well, but you <laughs> know what? I did think of like an Alvis Presley impersonator to come in and just like. I mean, do his thing. I don't know. Honestly, I'm still like spitballing. What's this fascinating? Whole thing. What's fascinating to me is the fact that you are thinking about your own funeral because this is the one thing that I've never cared about. Uh, yeah, yeah because honestly, I'm surprised I even made it this far. So I had to. Think <laughs> 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 well, she just called Wait, you fat. No, so he, here's the thing. She just um, called you fat. Well, that's uh, okay. No, I didn't. But all right. Uh, that's okay. So um, I I grew up in a family that was a uh, very oddly close to death that sounds really weird um my mom is a nurse uh, she worked in the emergency room and uh, we had a lot of chats when my brother started skydiving about death <laughs> um your brother might not be here yeah yes, no, no, th- this is totally real we were talking about uh becoming a vegetable that was that was very 
And, and Harry, yes, go for your jokes, <laughs> please. <laughs> so which vegetable yeah, exactly? A, I give you your 30 seconds of joy. <laughs> a Harry's a carrot because he's a ginger. Was it a marrow? <laughs> yeah, they're okay to kill because gingers have no soul. If you could be a vegetable, which vegetable would you choose? We were talking Honestly, about I feel like I'd be a, like an eggplant, to be honest. Yeah. Because like I'm like thick and juicy and tasty and crunchy at the same yeah, time. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. You get it. <laughs> and girls we think were, about We were talking about okay. what would happen <laughs> if we were on these machines and, and, and stuff happened. And then suddenly we would have to switch off the machine of someone else. And my mom <laughs> was the first one to say, I'm going to switch that shit off. For you or for her? For all of my brothers and myself. Done. So she wants to kill you? Is that no, like, no, no. She's, <laughs> like, she's like, she's I, just like, I don't care if there's she any wants doubt. To I'm switching kids. it up. Are you alright? Is the, everything no, okay? No, no, no. Mom, I, publicly I, for the record, Christian, if you're sitting in bed as a vegetable, I would, I wouldn't hesitate for a second to switch you off. There you go. Because I know in your will, I can get your PS4. <laughs> Well, wouldn't you? PS5, wouldn't, bitch. Ah. But <laughs> Dean, Dean, right. wouldn't you do him the favor of just giving him a blowy just to see if like that would bring mm. him back? Dean, <laughs> that's the best candidate you can choose, really. No, I mean, I just hired a prostitute, to be honest. The, the, point, the point is a different one. So we, we had this conversation <laughs> about um, people having uh, accidents and getting brain dead and all these sort of things. And it happened close to our family when we were young. We had friends that, there was a friend of ours, uh, she fell from a horse and she was brain dead right after. And um, there was a big conversation between my father, he's a pastor, um, uh, and the, the husband, go on. How's the horse? Wait, pastors the, the horse can, survived. wait, hold on, pastors can marry and have sex, really? Uh, yeah, it's not, uh, Catholicism is a different <laughs> ball game. Yeah, All right. <laughs> he's not Catholic. Okay. Um, Protestants. Ooh. Did he have to do Monty the eulogy? Monty Python has a well. great song okay, about so that one. Okay, so this is the point. Um, so our friend's wife um, went brain dead, um, and uh, my dad was the counselor during that whole time. And there was a big conversation about: Do we have to switch off the machine, yay or nay? And um, she died herself without anyone having to pluck the machine out she basically took the the question away from everyone and that was a, a big conversation i was maybe 16 at the time and that was a conversation at the dinner table where uh, mom would go like no i would fucking switch you off this is not we are not maintaining this situation of yeah. um all half death half life bullshit we are just no. We're switching. Wait, hold on. My first question is: Do you actually see yourself in a hospital when you're old, where people have to switch you? No, off? but that's my point. This is why I don't want to want to die in a bed. Yeah. I don't want to end up in a situation where that's even a question. H how do you want to go, Christian? So you didn't like the uh, Nirvana yeah. Unplugged album? Oh, shock! MTV to the face. Unplugged, well by the way. So I mean, know your facts, real, darling. Real question. Real question. So Christian? <laughs> I don't want to be become old uh, and the burden how do you want to go i want to go i want to go in a situation um that sounds super selfish because this is this is exactly what it is because you're basically talking about um is is, is this going to be a suicide or something but like that make you you're allowed to make it selfish i feel like your death is your responsibility you can make it however you want to make it although i know it affects other people 
and I know this is a heavy topic, but in the light of this, how would what's your ideal in the comic? I want to go in a funny way. Yes, I want to go in a funny way. How I would wanna, that I want to be the guy. Okay, so uh, I, I do jokes about skydiving and all this yeah. bullshit. I want to be the guy that drops out of an airplane and forgot his fucking shoot. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah, dude. Uh, uh, you want uh, people to laugh at yeah. it. Honestly, so, I just appreciate have, the fact that you're being honest about I it. I have, I have like, I have a, so someone tells me like, "Oh, Chris, you got cancer." Okay, cool. I have my nice next skydiving gig, and that's that's what it is. Um, I have I have a buddy of mine. Um, he once said, um, "If I get old and I have like a heart disease, I'm gonna hire a motorbike, and this is the route they're gonna drive. And the the next corner right before the top, I'm not gonna take, and oh. I go off the cliff. Oh. And that's what it is. That's Hollywood like, epic. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. That is fantastic." And, and I don't want to talk about like what are people thinking at yeah, my yeah, funeral yeah. and all that no, sort of stuff. No, you'll be dead. Because I'm dead. It exactly. doesn't matter. I'm gone. I don't fucking care yeah. at that point. Who uh, cares? Dude. Okay. I got to do a little Norm. You know Norm MacDonald? Because he has a beautiful mm-hmm. joke. Norm MacDonald, he's an he's a, he's a awesome comedian from Canada. Uh-huh. Old dude. He has this joke about, you know, like you know, his wife was in a, a car crash and she's in a coma in a hospital. And he he talks to the dog. He says, "Like dog, what what can I do?" And the dog says, "Well, look, there is one thing you could do that might work. We don't know. There's a, it's a slim chance, but uh, you know, like oral sex could work." And he's like, "All right, all right, doc, I'm going to do this." And he goes and uh, he goes in the room with his wife for a bit, and then he comes out and says, "Doc, I don't think it's working." He's like, "What's going wrong?" And he's like, "She's choking." Mm. Oh damn! Um, I didn't a, do that uh, joke justice. Yeah, no joke. Okay, <laughs> Harry. Here, here's my favorite death story. There was I've a, lost all hope for you. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. I, I have hold no up, guys. My me, my favorite so death story is Christian. Join the club. Christian, you're gonna love this, bro. Uh, there was a viral video of an Irish guy. It was at his funeral, and like everyone's standing around as the coffin's being lowered, and he requested that they pay, uh, play a soundtrack. I saw. That. You've seen this, right? I've seen it. So, so yeah. as the coffin's going down, there's a sound, like a knocking sound. And he's like, Oi, it's dark in here. Let me out. <laughs> and everyone there who's like, they mourning the death of him. They're also laughing. That's the most beautiful moment I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Th- th- there's, there's another one that I've seen. Uh, it's a Scottish guy. Um, he died, I think, I think in Iraq. Um, <laughs> okay. He, no. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. He was a soldier in Iraq. He had a best buddy. And they had a bet. The first of them to go, the <laughs> other guy would have to wear a dress at the <laughs> other guy's wedding. <laughs> there I is pictures that. of <sighs> that guy getting buried whilst his best friend is wearing a, a bright tutu. green dress tutu. Oh, beautiful, dude. And that is beautiful. that's the shit. That's exactly the yeah. shit. It is death yeah, is to make it funny. happening to everyone like mexicans how they celebrate death uh, yeah. chingo de mayo yeah exactly. but that's the thing everyone takes death so serious too serious but honestly it's just it's awesome because i mean i'm not saying like suicide is awesome and shit like that but Different i'm topic. saying if you die naturally of old age it can be really funny because like people know you've lived your life and you just make a joke one last time 
they won't actually like be like, oh yeah, my god, I'm so sad this person is gone. They'll look, just be like, this person is a fucking legend. The real goal of a funeral is to let your relatives and friends celebrate your life, have an emotion. It's so yeah, that, so that they can be that laughter way. to me would be the most perfect emotion. It's, not about them. it's that moment where they can rediscover feeling. It's yeah. selfish. Can I tell you my ideal funeral? Since Abby, like this was the question Abby had, which I loved so much. My ideal like situation when I die is also I want people to laugh. I don't want there to be sadness. That's bullshit. What I want to do? Okay, I've died. Uh, my parents are still alive. Or my you know, family and friends, you guys are there except Harry because he's busy jacking off on somebody's face. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to die through masturbation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's, here's my idea. I want there to be like a, a loudspeaker and it comes like a live transmission from hell. And I come on the speaker. I'm like, yo, guys, I made it. I'm in hell. Let's face it. All of you guys are going to be there as well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, Elvis is here. Fucking Tupac is here. We're just jacking off in a circle jerk the whole time. It's amazing. Cocaine is fucking literally the air you, you breathe. Guys, <laughs> you guys are setting such low levels on this. Not no. just that, but we even I'm, thought I'm, about what if like no, Satan no, would be I'm in the back. This, this is just a one-up each other. Go I'm, on. I'm, yeah, yeah. I've shit no all over way, your, Harry. your funeral Fuck you. idea. So what are you going to do? All you do is work off. What let me finish. Wait, you have? You guys are not using it. Dean is not done though. I'm not done. It's not fair. I want people to laugh. And okay. if I'm the idea of me in hell is funny because my theory of hell is this. When you go to hell, your hell has to be personal to you. Like my idea of hell is different to Christians, different to Harry's. Harry's idea of hell is like everyone there, there are just beautiful women everywhere and none of them want to sleep with him. <laughs> so that's <laughs> Harry's hell. That's not Harry's hell. That's, that's my, Harry's life. That's my life. This yeah. is his hell. He's living in hell right now. It's continued. It's just his reflection, my to be idea, honest. Exactly. My idea of hell is I get on I get on stage, nobody laughs, nobody's happy, everyone hates me. Again, you're totally living your I'm hell. I'm living my hell as well. Christians <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go hard. Uh, uh, I no, want to go, 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 go. No, no, I no, deserve no. it. No, no. Oh, yeah, fuck you. Dean did. Christian destroy hell Christian. Is like a hundred fertile women and he can't do it. <laughs> Oh I'm my sorry, God. dude. Are you, I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry, no, Christian. That's good. That's, that's I went good. hard. You went hard. I went hard. You, you know, I don't mean that. All I right. love you. I'm going to shit all over your ideas. Oh, because but, okay, hold up. I've got an exploding disco ball. How can you top that? I will shit all over that. Let me really? But Dean won't let me speak. Right. Let me finish <laughs> this because we're not it. giving each other space here. What I would, I think Harry would love this. In hell, we're prescribed our hell, right? Harry's. You know, beautiful women that don't want to sleep with him. But there's somebody out there in, in hell as well whose idea of hell is the opposite to Harry's. If they swap positions, technically they would be You'll in their be in own heaven. heaven. Yeah. Right? There's a young teenager there in hell who's beautiful and every girl wants to sleep with him. Does it have to be a teenager because that's pedophilic? Secretly Harry he's is. gay. He's secretly, secretly he's gay. Yeah. Whatever. Secretly? Whatever. It doesn't really? matter. Whatever. I thought you already came out. I've come out of everything. <laughs> but this is what I love about the discussion between heaven and hell is the fact that if Harry could swap his hell with somebody else's hell, you could switch it to heaven. So Harry would be there being able to masturbate and make everyone pregnant, unlike Christian. <laughs> and it would be... <laughs> All right, bitches. <laughs> okay, you guys here's, go. Here's my funeral now. This is just I invented. There. I'm going to steal a little bit of Abby's ideas. So Honestly, you little unoriginal twat. No, just... Get your, own, get your own ideas. 
just hold your South African horses. <laughs> right. Really right. There's a casket. The casket opens. People go and look. And <gasps> Harry's not there, but there's a red button. It says, press the button. And then he orgasms. They Sorry, Harry. If you're in a casket and you're there is a red button. No, I'm not in the button. button. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not in the casket, motherfucker. Harry the seems casket super is empty. But there's a, a red button that says, press me. Okay? Mm. Yep. They press the button. It's very Alice in Wonderland. And then Michael Jackson starts to play. Some doors open at the back and using robot technology... My animated body moonwalks through the church. <laughs> and then the some aisle. kids come out and give him a blowjob. <laughs> I, I, I molest a child <laughs> and then I jump into the casket. <laughs> and this is the first time that your body knew rhythm. Exactly. <laughs> it's the perfect moonwalk. Uh, this is not the only time your body knew rhythm. This is the time <laughs> that you are... You should be glad you're dead because, man, I would fucking kill you twice, bitch. <laughs> I'd kill you twice. Yeah, but don't fuck with this robot. It also knows Aikido. It has not <laughs> met so a South African, so... If anyone messes with the, the, the robot animated dead me... <laughs> It just switches to Aikido mode. <laughs> Karate. <laughs> it starts to kill everybody. I got, a, I got a question for you guys. Do you guys believe in afterlife? Yes. Abby, go. Um, absolutely. Because honestly, how? Why? Um. Okay. First of all, there's actually quite a few stories that I love. Like, uh, there was this, like one kid, right, four years old, and he was like, "What the fuck?" And so he just like walked. He started walking. And he found, like, a, a, a corpse buried that no where? one found before. And he said, this is where, where I died. This was in the UK, by the way. And I think it's a personal thing. True story. Yeah. You okay. fucking Google it, man. But it's just that I think it's personal generally. But uh, reincarnation doesn't have to be like, okay, once you're born a person, you'll always be a person. I do think that you can transition because like, I mean, how do you explain a five-year-old being more wise and more, I don't know, uh, just fucking mentally stable than like a 40-year-old? So you believe in karma? Absolutely. Do you think so like depending you on your karma, it shapes your next life? I try life? not to be that big of a bitch because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> too late. Uh, no, not too late. I can take the sass, but... Uh, the rest, not so much. Do you think karma shapes your next life? Yeah. How? How? In a way, okay, so um, someone explained this to me, and it was really cool, actually. She explained that, um, and she does this for a living, like spiritual healing and all that, okay? And she's really cool. And um, basically, she explained it that your souls, if you want to picture it, this, the, the soulmates, it it's not always like lovers, but she explained that it's like people that are meant or like souls that are meant to be connected. They all gather in like a boardroom in a way. Mm. If you want to picture it and it says like the one soul says to the other, I love you, but you need to learn this lesson. So in this yeah. lifetime, I will do this to you so that you learn it. So you learn from balance and how yeah. to move on. And then you do that. Have you had like a real life experience that has like shown you that this might be real? 
Yeah, absolutely. Like with your mom or something? Uh, no, actually with like four family members. Yeah. How'd and you learn that? I know because uh, recently my mom, she had like a complete awakening and she is convinced. <laughs> okay. For everyone that might cringe. No judgment. Fuck off. <laughs> no judgment. But she said that there's a, she believes that I might be the reincarnation of her late brother because I knew things that I never learned from her. How did that how did he she, did? How did she think of this? She actually just had a realization, to be honest. Like a dream, or no? She like just it just fucking clicked. It came it's to like her. it just it just made sense, and she's like, uh, yeah, you know, I never taught my daughter how to dive, but she can yeah. do it like a pro. Guess yeah. what? My uncle fucking did that, and she's like, uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. my mom was always way, like, into music and all that, but. Yeah fact is i was always more into 70s and 80s rock and all that you know and i knew all of it way too well she felt connected on a different level yeah so she is like convinced about it yeah have you guys experienced anything like this the idea of soulmate past lives future lives anything open your minds (laughs) no no let me just say this first thing is 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 i would say I don't. Be- I try not to believe in anything, and on this stuff, I have some deep thoughts that I'm not going to share all of because we're on a stupid podcast. Mm-hmm. The short, the short version stupid is, is right. there's no point in trying to imagine what happens after you're dead. Why not? Because until you've experienced it. But, but if here's what I think might be true: death is the same for everyone. First point A. Point B, I've read most of the Tibetan Book of the Dead. And uh, if, I'm not saying I believe in that stuff, uh, but if you look at Buddhism and Indian spirituality and some of those things, they don't make it a religion. They make it much more like, yeah, this is the stuff we've actually figured out. And and so the short version is is there is a story that they say this is what's going to happen to you when you die which might and and the description if you listen to the Tibetan book of the dead it goes into various stages of dying here's what's going to happen to you here and here and here first you're going to have this experience then you're going to be in this state where you don't know what's happening to you Mm. and if you have someone with you that can help you guide that you can go in this direction but if you don't you're going into a limbo did it give you hope did it give you hope in any way harry um even if it's like fallacy which i don't think you dive into that it's not your belief but do you I, think there's a part of you that's like, maybe, I would like to believe to me, that. To me, hope comes from the idea of actually doing your best to actually live in the moment. Beautiful. That is, and, and that is the most useful, powerful thing you but can then, try and do in your life. Do you find it hard to accept the idea of death? Because uh, that's the space it fills. No, I don't, no. I mean, right? I'm, I'm the, the age-wise, I'm the nearest to death here. And I'm not, you don't know my drinking habits. <laughs> yeah, okay. You might you, you might take a shortcut, Dean. But, but you know but, what I'm getting at though, Harry. Yeah, no, I'm not I, like like I'm not afraid to think about death, talk about death. Um You you feel like you've accepted it. 
at some level, but but also for but the me, idea of hope. But it's naive to say that you. I think I'm at a level where I think it's naive to say I've accepted death because I don't know what the fuck. Death yeah, is. true. Let me okay. Let me add one story to this. So I, there's a fantastic YouTube video by a girl who was diagnosed with some terminal disease at the age of like four. Mm. And they told her, that, like at that point, they said she'd probably live to 10. She made it to 24. She had multiple near-death experiences. Mm. And she describes one of them. And she said, like, she'd spent a whole life, because she knew she was going to die young, studying death and all the parts of it and preparing herself to accept death and so on and so on. And then what happened, she describes this time she literally almost died because she got infected through an operation. And for, like, it took her about six hours. It, like, she realized, oh, shit, I'm actually dying. And the first four hours, she's like, oh, okay, yeah, I've prepared for this. I'm ready for this. And then about two hours before she was almost dead, like, something clicked. And then she's like, oh, fuck, you cannot prepare for death. Like every cell in her body, the like her body realized she's dying and her whole body was screaming to live. So there is no, there is no. But I'm asking you, Harry, because like often acceptance. you tell us stories. But like I mean, we you're never not get, the goal, you're Harry. Basically. No, no, like Harry tells you stories, but we never get Harry's real perspective and reflection on these stories. I want to know from you, dude. I know the idea of death is something nobody can accept, but that's not my question the question is these stories that like maybe there is something greater i struggle to believe it i know you do as well but doesn't it give you some kind of idea of like oh maybe there's more to it does it give you hope in any way uh so the bit of all right i'll say this i've been to india i've done some things there and I don't make a big deal out of it because I, I don't want to be like that fucking guy who does essential oils and shit. The the one thing, what basically what they believe is reincarnation is a thing and your goal, your goal in life is to, uh, to basically become nothing. Like, like, like... It's very humble. But like enlightenment means in effect that ultimately you just dissolve you dissolve yourself because we have all we identify um, with our ego I disagree ego. with that statement on what enlightenment. basis it's a principle of enlightenment Buddhism. is not to dissolve it's not to give up whatever uh, enlightenment is to accept enlightenment you can also still conquer whilst you are alive it's to become rich and famous do you shut the fuck up <laughs> No, enlightenment is to accept your fate, your purpose in life, and who you are meant to be in this lifetime and in the next and from the past. It is to show more than just what you are actually built even from school on, what to do and what to believe. It is to become what humanity actually needs. And that's the part that most people actually tend to miss. Because at the end of the day, like, I mean, it's just fucking obvious, actually. But it's to accept I'm gonna, and basta. I'm going to challenge you there because, like... Challenge so accepted. Because uh, are you enlightened? I'm getting there. 
I would I would say it's not something that it's worth sharing any words about until until you've done it and like like again it's like talking about like for me to say I've accepted death I'm logically okay with the concept that I'm going to die I'm hoping it's going to be relatively painless You can't though but honestly until you've experienced something like that and I've had some moments where I came, I thought I was going to die, but I didn't get anywhere to like black tunnels or whatever. Mm. Like, like, but, but fundamentally, I think it's only worth talking about what you've experienced. So for me to also to talk about enlightenment, like I've seen things that point at a path that you could take to go down that way, whatever. But, like like i can't really i've i would tell a different the the but i would only be repeating what someone else has told me i'm i'm not talking from my own experience same goes for death my my experience in, in in this is quite a different one because um i i grew up in a very religious um context i mentioned this before in the podcast um i grew up super christian so there there is always this weird concept of that death is a fulfillment it's basically the be all and end all. This is where you have to end up in. And uh, I have changed my mind about this quite heaps lately. It, it it's not it's not even about um, um, ending up in this situation of w where you are enlightened or anything like that. It is it's just done. And sometimes what what we forget as humans is. Or, or what we don't want to believe is that there is nothing after. But I find that quite comforting. I'm now at the stage in my life where I go like, death, after that, it's done. It's the off switch. And I don't have to think about anything anymore. Yeah. And I find that incredibly comforting. Liberating. Yeah, totally. Because I have to figure out shit right now. And it's something that actually gave me the drive to try shit because if i don't have that viewpoint right now i would go and and struggle in my fucking boring job every day and wouldn't oh, try yeah. um, to go out uh, and, uh, actually you talking about the job to be honest that's where i kind of draw the line with the whole thing because i mean no one no one in this whole fucking planet is built to wake up six o'clock in the morning go to their work, nine o'clock in the morning, go back home, five yeah. o'clock, drink themselves to sleep or whatever because they're not actually fucking happy in their marriage in the first place. And they're not happy with their kids because their kids are kind of assholes, mm. you know? Like, yeah. I'm sorry. So that's why I say, like, you know, yeah. it, th that's the life that is actually planned for us most of the time. So why? if When we go against that, why should death be planned as well? Exactly. Abby. There we go. This is my thing as well. Christian, we share this viewpoint. The idea of like religion fills the gaps, right? It's like, how do you wake up every day and be happy with your circumstances, despite what they are? They could be anything. Religion fills the idea of hope that there's something bigger and better than this. Well, you know what? Fuck God. Believe in yourself. That's for what I'm once. saying. Christian and I share the same viewpoint where like, we like, we imagine death is the end all be all. Like, that's it. End of the line. Therefore, we can reflect on the moment right now and be like, yo, guys. All of us here are going to die. This is the first and only chance. Like, we can all it's sit a here leveler. in a room. It's a, it's a leveler. leveler. And there was one, there was one moment in, that it's always stuck with me through my life, right? 
You know I'm a fan of Russell Brand, obviously. <laughs> Russell Brand oh, does yeah. the show, and he invites. Um, excuse me. Russell Brand does the show. He invites some celebrity friends, Noel Fielding and Morrissey from The Smiths, right? So after the show, um, Russell Brand is standing outside, and there's a journalist kind of you know sucking Russell's dick a bit. He's like, "Yo, Russell Brand, you're amazing. You're a genius. You know, you you can't be defined. You can't be you can't be put into any box." I burped, fuck you. Morrissey walks up to this conversation. He says, oh, you can't put Russell into any box. How about a coffin? Uh, no. What? Because the last time I checked this, this whole thing is personal. Because I'm not going to be put in a coffin. As I said, I'm going to be put Wait, in a disco no, no, no. ball. You're going to okay, be okay, dead. Okay, okay. You'll be okay. dead by then. You okay, don't okay. get to enjoy it. But it doesn't matter. Point, the point stands. It's called lawyers, darling. The point stands. And, and, okay, so... This has been interesting. Um, we've been all, all over the place. I feel like we're a little bit scared to talk about death. I feel um, like we have to have a part two on this. For no, sure. I, yeah. think, I think the issue is we have all different beliefs about death. and where Yeah, we no haven't compromise. dived into it very much. But honestly, I think that's the best part. I do you can fear. learn from other people and I think that's awesome. Yeah, perspective. Yeah. What really struck me um, in, in this whole experience and also in the conversation tonight is... Um, uh, death is something that we we have. We said before, it's a great leveler. It's Every personal. one of us has to experience it at some point. It's something that is going to happen to us. Um, maybe except for your children, Harry, because <laughs> they're going to live for the rest of their days and <laughs> ever and ever. Um, also, we can agree on this. Jesus is a black woman. <laughs> Jesus is totally a black woman. And um, Jewish. Thank the, you. The, the one thing that really struck me uh, in, in my uh, spiritual journey, I'm going to sound like a wanker for like 15 <laughs> minutes, which, which I've done uh, before anyway. Um, when, uh, so, uh, as I said, like I, I grew up in this whole fucking Christianity bullshit. And then um, I started to kind of walk away from this when I was uh, 28 and stuff like that, I started to travel a bit more and I got involved in, in like Hinduism and, and, and see, see these sort of things. I was at, um, uh, I was at the temple in Bali um, and uh, I didn't go there because I wanted to have like a spiritual experience in the first place, but it was all about having like this cleansing ceremony. So this is what it was. You go there, you go to this temple, it's very... Um, tomb raidery. So it's like this very old uh, fucking. I have one question. And Go this on. is very important. Shoot. How many white people were there? Uh, none. I really? was. I was the only white person. I feel there. like this is a much of a love, pray, eat, whatever shenanigans. No, 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 no. Of a <laughs> <laughs> no that's how. <laughs> <laughs> Eat, pray, love, yeah. That one. <laughs> Fuck you, cross white. I've got someone else for it, but thanks. Harry gets hard for Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? And that's when uh, you I realize that you just needed to you get like married one more time. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Christian. <laughs> we, um, we had this little ceremony. We, we went there to the, um, to the temple, and it, it, it was very... Knipey. So, uh, do, 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 do you guys know about Knipe? What no. is Knipe? Okay, Knipe is like this whole thing when you go to a spa and you walk through like cold water and you're walking oh, yeah, over yeah. like stones and shit like that. So, it helps your blood flow. Traditional? So, like a program in a way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All something right. like that. So, you, you do this, you're walking through water and then you have to kind of like bow down into water and there's a little Buddha there and then you say about how, how all about the things that you, you want to. 
put back in your life and you're looking for and blah, blah, blah. Not the important part. The important part was a completely different element of this. It's when I started to realize uh, that um, it's not about the religion that I believe in. It's all about how fancy we are making the concept of death. Because that's what religion is all about. It's about how how much bling bling we put around the concept of death. Or how much value. Yeah. Um, and, and And we are so focused as human beings to make our life so important. We talked about before about your fancy fucking funeral, Abby. I'm so sorry that I have to put it out there. <laughs> yeah. It is fancy, fuck but it's fucking legendary. So fuck screw this. You. I'm so sorry to say this out loud. Fuck this. It's not about that. It's not about that. It's about the life that we are living and that's something yeah. that we should enjoy. This is, th- here, this here, is my man. personal experience. Here, here. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna call you out on anything. No, no, no. Uh, Listen, I know that and it's absolutely fine. But the thing is, is that I happen to be a bit of a diva. So that is the only reason why the funeral is like that. Yeah. But that does not that the funeral does not reflect the death nor the life. No, I think it, I disagree. I think at the end of the day, we try and imagine these things because we want to make the people that we love reflect. Kind of want to make peace lives. with it as well. We want to reflect. We want people to reflect, and that's what we're trying to kind of want them to give that last banger. You know, just remember the person. Yeah. Like, oh, this was that person. Cool. Yeah, let's move on with our RG, lives. But you can. But you what know. I became much more comfortable with, what I became much more comfortable with, was with the idea of just leaving. So. Disappearing. I'm, I'm I'm okay to check out. To be I'm plugged out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. Go, going full on yeah. Matrix on this one. It, it's totally fine to go, and that's that was liberating. That was the liberating part of this all, and it was it didn't have to do with the fucking uh, shenanigans that mm. happened in Bali or anything like that. I'm not saying that this was my spiritual awakening in any shape or form. I had my spiritual awakening when I was six years old and I was forced into a church. But <laughs> so, do, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, I know what spirituality is, yeah. but it was much more about letting go. And yeah. that, to me, was liberating. Yeah, yeah, but you wouldn't find the letting go thing in a Catholic church. You find that shit in Bali and India and that stuff. No, you, you know, know you find that by traveling. That's my yeah. personal that, experience. That's exactly what I mean. You just put it in an elegant way. Yes. These are these are my final words, Christian. Uh, one day I hope to experience this with you and Harry, maybe. Death together. No, no. <laughs> three honestly, masturbating uh, <laughs> until death does us part. If we could experience death while we're living, I think it would have make us happier people. Because in this is what blew my mind a bit. There's a a group in Seoul, South Korea. You know how much I love that place. They run a system where you can literally go and experience your death. You go to this place, and there's a group of people that will get together. You write your notes goodbye. You say your final note of goodbye. You have to write this out. And then literally during this process, they bury you in a coffin. Like, you know, just kind of like they put you in a coffin underground. They just chuck soil on you it's not a real thing but the people that have gone through this reflect and experience their life and like this is my final moment how am i appreciating this Mm -hmm. because you can't control this thing that gives you so much perspective it's happening to you yeah this is pretty cool though i think that gives you a good insight on what you still need to do in life before you Can actually say your final goodbye yeah Yeah, absolutely but the the last word so I want to say, if I if I was saying my last words, it would be like this. It would be like, Dean, Dean, come.
tell me I've got something important to do. I'd be like, Dean, Dean, I hid the money. (laughs) (laughs) And then just die. (laughs) Oh, you sneaky bastard. That's how I want to die. That's (laughs) funny. On Harry's gravestone. Just kidding. Oh, my God. That's funny. I I actually know people who checked out like that. I know people who checked out. Honestly, oh. I can tell you one thing. I'd have the biggest anxiety. I'd just be like, where the fuck is that money? Yeah, yeah. For the rest of my life, I'm thinking, where the fuck did Harry hide this money? It's probably this. underneath a brothel somewhere. No, this underneath the school. This is the, this is the beauty, <laughs> Dean. It's Harry. So you know that there will be nothing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, There's no... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, this has been an amazing conversation, guys. Interesting. Uh, thank interesting. you very much. All right, I felt insecure. I felt we did death <laughs> tonight. Death, tick, <laughs> done. Essentially, the fact that we fucked this up, like, who's who's right or wrong in the situation? How does anyone approach Everybody. this? No one is. It's an no absolute personal no thing. It's wrong. personal. This is what makes this uh, actually, good. I did hear one thing recently that was a mind-blowing thought. The only thing worth believing in in life is death. It's the only thing you should and ever believe. And yourself, please don't uh, ignore Guys, that one. Don't fucking believe in yourself. I have the perfect thing to wrap uh, this up. You're a monkey for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, uh, why even would you, fucker monkeys believe in themselves. Why would you ever believe in yourself? That is a ridiculous thing to do. Your confidence truly scares me. Two things, guys, to wrap this okay. up. Number one, Abby, thank you so much for coming on. To the yeah, Thanks, thank you Abby. so much for it having was really me, awesome. guys. Thanks for being our fifth the last listener. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's, you're welcome. Yeah. The last thing, and we're going to go uh, clockwise. If I could tell you your time and date of death, would you know this? Would you want me to tell you? Harry? Fucking no way. No way. Never. Why? No, I don't want to be, I want to be, consu- what Christian was saying, I'd rather be dealing with what my life not worrying about when i'm gonna die that's gonna fuck with you big time okay abby uh yeah but i think i'd actually know that information before you okay how gut instinct oh jesus <laughs> I, if, if i would know <laughs> I'd lie abby. To you. <laughs> you would lie abby. to you i would lie to you i think we, we need to do same. it guys so we need to do an episode on essential oils uh, <laughs> abby <laughs> No, but Dean, seriously. Yeah. seriously wh- why would you want to know the? <laughs> I, 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 I would probably know. I let's assume I would know. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm okay with knowing. Yeah, but I would never tell you. Fair enough. Oh, you, that that's kinky though. That's quite kinky. Okay. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay, Abby. No, fuck, she's be, right. Uh, okay, do, Abby. Do you know why? Do you know why? Tell us why. I, I don't want to create this false expectation that's I'd why rather, i'd rather give you uh, uh, i'd rather tell you something that would happen blah 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 in the future and then i just i, I just this oh, is that's a great awesome that's expire. awesome this is a great sci-fi plot story there's like boom like yeah. some moment so like when a, do you want to pitch this to woody allen or something yeah. and then everyone on the Not planet knows <laughs> knows how s- exactly how someone else is going to die. I think it would be liberating. That, that would be... And but Dean, but how, how about they you, deal though? with the information. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, no, hold guys, on. you're going to die. Oh, shit. So just accept that it's fact. Over. It's too <laughs> late. It's, it's, <laughs> can I do mine? <laughs> this is mine, guys. If I knew, I feel like I, no matter what I did in my life, it would lead up to the same moment, which makes me gives me the freedom to do whatever I want. Therefore, yep. I'm going to make out with Christian and Harry right now because I want to die. Woo! <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Thanks. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.